0: This is episode 22 of That Time I Got Reincarnated in In the the Same same World world as an anime podcaster, where we talk about anime, manga, isekai, and all the meta in between. I'm your host, isekai sensei-sama, aka Brad, and I'm joining this weeb cabal by Kermit D. Grog. Ahoy hoy! We're friends who've been watching anime together for a long time, talking about that anime, as well as the manga we're reading, and so those conversations turned into this podcast. Don't forget to check us out on social media, rate the podcast wherever you can, and tell your friends. You can find links in the description and on our website, animepodcasterreincarnation.com. So unfortunately, Ben is unable to join us for this episode. He's busy with work stuff. Yeah, due to some some work stuff going on. uh, We miss him a lot. And if you miss him, come jump in the Discord and let him know.
1: Let... let Ben, no, you miss him. I miss him. I miss you, Ben. You're probably not listening to this, but we'll try to convince you anyways.
0: But yeah, uh, check out the Discord. We got a lot of fun channels on there, and uh, we need uh, people to talk to.
1: (laughs) Don't make us sound that desperate. But I am. (laughs) I don't want to talk to you, (laughs) Babaka.
0: Well, before we get into it today, we got a, a couple news items to go over. Ooh. Um, so first, I've got some uh fun anime news here. Uh, there's two new, um, I'm not exactly sure what they're called, but they're a couple episodes of Fully Coolie.
1: Oh, so
0: on the 9th of September, um, Fully Coolie Grunge is coming out. Um, as from what I could gather, it's a couple episodes. I don't think it's like a full season kind Did of thing. Do you
1: watch fully? Coley Fully. Cool. is a weird blind spot for me, but I know every so often it seems to come back in little revivals and people who yeah. are around for it. Seem.
0: Like I watched, it,
1: but I don't know anything about it.
0: I watched the original one back in the day and I really enjoyed it. When the new season came around just a couple of years ago, whenever that was, uh, I didn't watch it. I have it on my list. I want to watch it. I've just never gotten around to it. Um, but, uh, and then there's another one, another short bit of episodes called uh, Shoegaze.
1: Shoegaze?
0: Yeah. And that one doesn't have a date yet. So, okay, probably sometime next year. Don't
1: day. know enough about Fully Coolie to know anything about that, but cool that they're getting more, whatever these are.
0: Yeah. So, if you're into Fully Coolie, I think that's uh, exciting news. Yeah. Uh, one more anime that's going to be coming out which I just found out about yesterday um, on the 30th of September is uh, firefighter Daigo.
1: What? Yeah. That was why. Okay. Audience <laughs> Brad earlier. was like, what's that firefighter manga you were reading from the like nineties, if not like the eighties that's getting an anime.
0: Yeah. Well, so I'm a little confused about it because as far as I can tell, there's two different manga, both by the same author. Um, But the the second one, which was from like 2020 or 2021,
1: oh, like new um,
0: something orange, and the the anime is called Firefighter Daigo Rescuer in Orange.
1: Okay, so the thing about the one of the major things about Daigo Fire Company M is that he is a firefighter. Fighter, he's wearing red, but there are there is like the tibbity top super firefighters in the air, which is the rescue squad that he is both locked in this constant thing that he doesn't want to join it, but also he keeps getting emotionally whipped around that he's like, I need to be a part of this. And he gets confused by himself a lot. He's not the most emotionally introspective or mature man. He kind of has big <laughs> shonen boy feelings about things. So that's interesting. I think later on at like the end of the story he gets it, so I don't know what this is. I haven't heard or read yeah, this. So It
0: seemed like the, the newer one that came out is... Something to do with Orange, so that's probably... It's probably an adaptation of the recent one. Yeah, I guess he... Or potentially they might do, like, a uh, a few episodes at the beginning of, like...
1: I don't know if that one's a sequel or not, because yeah. it seems like he ends... that uh, He gets, like, called in on missions, but also maybe he's kind of retired. It's... I don't know. wasn't super clear. I read it... I guess I could see it get picked up for more threads, or just... You just start a new alternate... You know, I don't
0: know. I, I read a couple piece like articles about it and i could not gather whether it was an adaptation of the original or the new one
1: if it's it sounds like if it's if the the anime is called with the orange it's probably the new one probably if he's actually wearing it
0: but you'll have to watch it and find out
1: i will check it out anime firefighter (laughs) is a cool concept
0: all right well that'll do it for the news that's all i have
1: still between seasons so you got anything
0: what? You got anything?
1: Uh I know that Jujutsu Kaisen is taking a break now that it's finished its mm-hmm. little 5 episode run, but it's not another it's not another season, it's not another core. Yeah, it's, it's just a taking weird like weird place to take a break. It's taking a weird what like 3 4 week vacation and then yeah. they're just back to it. And I I guess to the fully cool thing, it's like I don't know what to call this either. Like it's not a second core. Like it's a very clear like oh yeah, we were taking these ones off and then we'll right. be back here and it's like oh Neat. I I will wait as long as I got it for Jujutsu Kaisen.
0: Uh, indeed, I will wait because it's so good. Kaku-i. So speaking of Jujutsu Kaisen,
1: very fitting, actually.
0: Um, there's this interesting thing that we've been going back and forth on. Um, Jujutsu, Jujutsu Kaisen is incredibly popular And seemingly for a good reason Because it's excellent It seems to be Basically doing everything correctly From the story being very easy to consume But also having depth um, The animation is obviously out of this world Chef's kiss, yes um, The music is on point It it seems to do everything very excellently. The thing is, is there's another series that seems to be a little bit more popular. Maybe not a ton, I, but I a little. Would,
1: bit. I would argue it's in a different from what I remember from the numbers from my report from a year or two ago. It is in a different strata,
0: and that's Demon Slayer. So with Demon Slayer, it's it's definitely more popular how much more popular is up in the air. But top
1: either 10 or 20 highest selling manga of all time. Yeah. Within somehow, even though it's only what, a little over a decade old, is already in similar arms with like the works of One Piece and Dragon Ball and some other old manga that's and I would, before our time.
0: I would chalk the manga popularity up to the anime making it popular.
1: I would agree with that, but there's still got to be something there.
0: So the thing with Demon Slayer is that, While we like it, I think we're all agreed that it's enjoyable to watch. Yes, it is very pretty. Yes, it is. uh, It's got great music. Voice acting is excellent. Like all of the things
1: specific to the the act of animation,
0: and for the most part, a lot of the story is pretty good. But there's, there's, there's large pieces of it that leave something to be desired. And there's certain parts of it that make you go, what are you doing? And so there's this, there's this rift in, in my mind and, and in yours, I think, where we're going, why is this piece of media that is what I would say objectively worse as harsh as that might sound. Yeah. Why is this so much more popular than this thing that is objectively better than it?
1: Yes. And objectively is some also a little bit in quotes, because it's hard to measure that. And I guess right. that's where we're going at. And I don't um I don't want this conversation to be too much. I mean, I never want any of these conversations to be too much person yells at cloud <laughs> of varying ages and I'm fine gender. Um <laughs> But like there is a certain amount of frustration and i don't think this is a case of like jujutsu kaisen's my baby i want to hold it up Cause, like cuz like i have my i have my darlings that i want to get that i think are incredible and immaculate that i want more popularity it's like jujutsu kaisen has its time in the sun and is continuing to have it like yeah. it is not any slouch it's you know it's one of we don't need jump's to recommend hits. it to anybody we don't need to recommend it you know i have a friend who's watching through it now for the first time and she's loving it and it's like it's really fun and i get so much more on each every repeat viewing but like what what is different about these two things that makes demon like the one that we feel is so frustrating and flawed at times such just a again a higher strata of popularity and numerical success than this other one that feels like it has so much extra time and thought, and maybe if I don't always follow them along, like high-minded ideas about world-building, and and maybe that's it, I don't know. Like, what makes Demon Slayer so appealing to people that it's like a juggernaut?
0: I think, yeah, there's probably an important, uh, I don't know if I would call this an anecdote since it happens seemingly every time, but there's an important thing to talk about in our watch experience with these When we watch Jujutsu Kaisen, basically all of our commentary is centered around like, oh, how does that work? What's going on there? What do you think is going to happen here? Oh, that was really cool. Oh, was that
1: that thing? Is this this person? Oh, hey, this is this person we saw this other time.
0: There's basically, I can't think of a single point where we were like, what the heck is that? Why are they?
1: Well, there was that, but it was always like, oh, my gosh, what the heck is that? Like, it was never like. We didn't. I I made a face. I, you know, you kind of wrinkle
0: your nose. You go, "Ooh, what are you doing, bud?" When we watch Demon Slayer, we obviously enjoy it. It's a fun show to watch. However, a lot of our commentary is, "Oh, this is going to happen now," or. What the heck are they doing? Why wouldn't they use this thing that they've already established as a thing? Or Or, why
1: are they doing this again or or something?
0: Or how the hell is he still walking around? Isn't his foot broken?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I want to get into that. I've been dying to talk about that on the podcast. And
0: I, I, you know, we definitely nitpick a lot of stuff for fun a lot of times. But I think there's a stark contrast that you can see because we don't nitpick Jujutsu Kaisen. No, And it probably does have some things you could nitpick. Correct. But it doesn't pop into our heads the same way that Demon Slayer. It's not as Demon Slayer
1: frustrating has. as Demon Slayer's issues where it's like, "No, why?" Like they don't feel like choices that made sense. Like Jujutsu Kaisen doesn't feel like a thing that's written weekly in the way that Demon Slayer does where it's mm-hmm. like, "Okay, now we're doing this." It doesn't feel as like planned out or Jujutsu Kaisen in some ways and in some ways not similar to One Piece, because it's really easy to point everything at One Piece, <laughs> feels so constantly like it is setting things up in the world that characters that are referenced conceptually ages ago will show up later and you go, oh yeah, we talked about them that one time. And this incredible like network that admittedly, and maybe this is part of this, is too smart for me sometimes. And I can I can get that. We have had a topic cooking for a long time that this brushes up against is the idea of certain series are more friendly to newer viewers or newer readers than other ones like i would always i always describe jujutsu kaisen is not i don't want to say babies necessarily but like is not your first big shonen story like it's not a good as much as i love it to pieces i feel like you need so much other like general feeling about how these things move and how to follow storytelling like that to follow it and not like a big like you got to be pretty smart to really enjoy Rick and Morty or whatever the actual. <laughs> no, theme I,
0: th- is. I think you, it makes sense because like Jujutsu Kaisen would be something that the only person I would recommend that to that doesn't watch any other anime would be someone who's really into paranormal stuff.
1: Yes, and even then, like I think I think you need to be some level of of hardcore weeb to fully enjoy. And I think Potentially. that's why like Jujutsu Kaisen is not at the sales numbers of Demon Slayer. Like I don't, I don't. There's nothing I begrudge about. Jujutsu Kaisen's place in things because I do think it is like you, some teenager who's just learning about anime and I have no idea what that experience is now that anime <laughs> is just everywhere and not as stigmatized like I don't know what you would think of Jujutsu Kaisen without because when I watch Jujutsu Kaisen I see everything that led up to it I see your Naruto now that I've read it I see Hunter Hunter in there I see Bleach I see did I already say Naruto? probably already said Naruto
0: No, you can say it again, I'm gonna say there's it again two of them. there's a
1: lot in there like there's so many other shows in the way Shonen Battlers move and the whole three man system and the class stuff. Like, and it's not necessarily that it's like, it's subverting all those things, but like it helps you get a better grasp of of what's going on. That you have a vague sense of like, oh, or like the Goodwill event. It's like I've seen this before. And what I'm and it's not like it's a rehash of things that I've seen, but it's like it's like standing on the shoulders of giants. It's like and it moves. Jujutsu Kaisen moves it. Freaking Mach One. Like you do not spend long doing everything the world state is constantly changing in ways that make sense but is also very like not unexpected but still surprising like it keeps you on your toes and i think if you don't have a base grasp of the general flow of anime of shonen stuff that can be that could be hard to follow again i have times where i find it hard to follow but i also have times where just like really cool stuff is happening and it's like (laughs) i understand enough to understand why this is rad and I think that's something I like it. But Demon Slayer has so many moments where it just goes back to the same well again, and it's like you don't have something else you can do. Like, and it feels I, like it, it's it's Jujutsu Kaisen constantly stays fresh, where Demon Slayer has like frustrated us more with every arc because it feels like it does. It keeps making the same mistakes. I
0: I, I think it's important to like note that like we do keep going back to Demon Slayer. Yes. It is an enjoyable experience. Um, I think that maybe the main frustration comes from the fact that we do like it. There's enough there that we like it, that when it does these things that seem to like not make sense or seem like the wrong decision, that it's, it's more frustrating than it would be if we just didn't like it in the first place. Yeah,
1: there's just enough in it. That was something that really struck me when I was thinking about this topic yesterday and today, um, because there was, like, some big, like, hour-long YouTube video of a guy talking about why Demon Slayer wasn't good, and I tried watching it a little bit, and it was well-produced, and he had some good points, but it's like, I don't have the energy or the emotional desire to sit through an hour of somebody dunking on something. Yeah. But it made me think about it, where it's like, we kept watching Demon Slayer season after season, even though we were frustrated about it, but we keep coming back to it. But, like, we were watching Dr. Stone, and, like, I dropped that thing like a bad habit. And I was just like, I'm done with this, even though I really enjoyed the first season. So I also like, keep
0: watching my hero academia. <laughs> yeah. That
1: one also feels like homework, but also Ben is continually tantalizing us with things that happen. In the future. So I'm like, that one's like, I want to, my hero is that I want to see where this lands. Yeah. I have no idea how this giant ship with these, all these pieces is going to land and demon slayer. I don't, I don't have that. I don't really care how it ends. Necessarily, I guess. Like, that's the thing. Like, why am I. Because, like, they finished the Sword Village, the Blacksmith Village, whatever the heck it's called. And, like, there was a bunch about it I didn't like. But, like, there was never a moment inside that I'm like, we're not watching the next season. I'm like, well, yeah, we're going to finish it, even though there was a bunch of stuff I didn't like. And Ben, like, this little crow on our shoulder who's read the manga, who keeps telling us the manga's not good, goes, Oh, uh, there's gonna be some more stuff in in the line of things you don't like, so it's that question of like, why am why do I want to come back to this? Because I do, even though it just is like, I mean, maybe that's why it's so popular is that just some other people are struck with the same bug of the, just there's something about it where I'm just like I want to come back, I want to see, even though there's so many things that constantly compound and frustrate me.
0: The the thing is with Demon Slayer. Even though there are these frustrating bits to it, when something lands, when uh, Tanjiro does, you know, sun breathing and it connects and he cuts off a demon's head. It's and rad it and awesome, goes and you get really and hyped it.
1: and maybe that's it. Maybe it's, that hit of dopamine is worth getting through all these like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why do we have to do all these flashbacks with these enemies? at the moment they're dead yeah we know they all suffered everybody in this world has suffered the fact that like uh, i guess s- spoilers for the newest season of demon slayer that's now finished so if you care enough about that i guess be wary like it was refreshing that the love hashira's backstory wasn't as traumatic as like every other character's it, backstory yeah, I mean... and that was an unintentional subversion that i found like a lemonade on a hot summer day yeah. i'm like you don't have incredible trauma behind you, oh my gosh! A ray of sunshine here, please give it to me. Like almost, we're we're just programmed for it now. We're like,
0: or when the the one demon, like his backstory was, hey, when he was a human, he stole and murdered from people. Like, okay. Great.
1: How does this change? He's First off, <laughs> Now he's I don't dead, like him so he doesn't more. matter. And second, what's your intention? Yeah. Like, am I supposed to pity him as he dies? You did a really bad job of that.
0: Because some and, of the other demons, they did. They were like, yeah. here's the backstory. Hey, look, they did a bunch of evil stuff, but they Circumstances had a made them pitiful life before that. And then they go to this one, and they're like, yeah, he was just a dick. And it's like, okay. what? I mean, we didn't need 15 minutes for that, did we? Is
1: it because... <laughs> Is there a certain, like, mystery science theater 3000 riffing aspect that it's just bad in, like, a schlocky, unintentional way, but it's so, like, about it that it's got, like, a B-movie air about it? I think maybe that's why we enjoy it. I don't don't, know why I'm chalked it up to...
0: I don't think that's it.
1: I don't think that's why it's the super popular. I think that's one of the reasons why we keep coming back to it. It never makes boring choices. It makes stupid what-are-you-doing choices, and I think there's a certain amount of, like, that plus the hype... That is the right feedback loop that keeps us going around. That like so, Doctor Stone didn't have because Doctor Stone stopped giving me dopamine hits, but kept doing boring, dumb mm-hmm. things. In my opinion, when we were watching the anime between season one and season two,
0: there's there's this thing that I was thinking of because like, if you compare Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen, they both have like a lovable protagonist. Yep, and a sweet boys, I called them. He's surrounded by all this darkness and sadness. That's happening, but like he's persevering and he gets his power ups and like he's he's working through it. So there's this there's this thing for um, you know younger people to latch onto of like, hey, stuff is dark and sucks, but like persevere and do good. To and persevere all that.
1: and have a really hot sister. Yeah. <laughs> I know some parts of the internet are really about that, and I'm not about them, but. That's what it is. It might be. Dude. Like, because it's Jujutsu, easy. Jujutsu Kaisen
0: like, doesn't have...
1: Jujutsu Kaisen very explicitly does not have cheesecake at all. Like, I mean, like, like, there's... Like, by purpose, like, the I remember reading about that, and I, I love him for it, is, like, the author was like, hey, when you guys do the big shonen jump thing of all the girls in the bikinis, do not draw my characters like that.
0: Don't the... do that. Jujutsu Kaisen has lots of girl bosses.
1: Genuine, actually, though. Yeah. Like, they are actually, like, there is a moment that... Actually, we might get next season now that the rate this one's going of what's coming up next. That, like, is one of the coolest, most, like, female celebration moments I've probably ever read in a manga. That I've read it, like, multiple times trying to go back and get back on the horse of reading Jujutsu Kaisen. That I am just... have been jazzed about for probably a year now and will continue to be jazzed about until it gets animated and then I'll just be more jazzed about it. And, like, maybe that's it. Maybe... There is these parts of the internet of teenagers and people we don't know and people in other nations and people in communities outside of our own that that's a thing they look to and love that we just never see these people or talk to them or make eye contact or shake their hands or breathe the air they breathe. I
0: I mean, I I should say, like, Demon Slayer also has girl bosses, but they are also sexualized.
1: What is a name a girl boss in Demon Slayer?
0: I mean, the Love Hashira kicks a lot of ass.
1: I love, I genuinely, you've heard, you've heard yeah. to me on my own couch talk about the Love Hashira. I'm like, I, you know, anytime the Love Hashira is not on screen, I go, where's the Love Hashira? I don't know if I'd call her like a girl boss in the same way I would say some of the characters in Jutsu Kaisen. I mean, also, she's... Like, And I love her and she's very cheesecake. And I admittedly like, also kind of love her for that. But like that feels like all of the. Hi, this is a bit of that YouTube video I watched coming in of him making a point that all of the women have very feminine breathing sword powers. This is the, you know, the blade of like butterflies or insects. This is the blade of love. This is the blade of, I don't remember what the third one was, but it's like, there's a little bit of that just sort of like low level, like, Wait, girls don't get the third? big stuff. There might be. I don't remember. I think he I had think three things, things the,
0: that he circled. I don't remember what they were. It's the two not of them. I mean, and, and. To that extent, I mean, the Nez- freaking,
1: the the freaking pleasure district one, where it's yeah. the I continue to go back to that weird Hashira and his three child brides. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that well, was still weird. And the thing is, like,
1: who are there just to be cheesecake <laughs> and be different flavors of cheesecake?
0: Ne- Nezuko also has what I would tentatively call agency in, you mm. know. Beating the shit out of demons.
1: She gets she gets to have very simple, my girlfriend only likes me at the times that I want it, because otherwise she's in the box, and that's just the state of things. Like, yeah. it's really easy for me to read that, because it's like, if she had agency, she would get to make choices outside of the ones Tanjiro's making for her. thinking ass is cool. Like, that's the thing. If you're not thinking, if you're just taking in, like, raw dopamine hits, it's just cute sometimes chibi cute girl but also sometimes big honkers hot girl comes out and karate kicks demons which i'm not going to say that's not cool but also like in the context of everything is like kind of like really
0: I, like i i guess my point is like it's they they're they're definitely not girl boss on the level that Jujutsu Kaisen has no but they're not exactly they're not
1: nothing yeah but They're, they're not, not just
0: there for But they're simple. Candy. If you're
1: just some freaking anime wee schmuck, Demon Slayer is a really nice little power fantasy well, where you get to be the sweet boy Tundra, you get to fall along in his hot sister kicking demon butt the, the,
0: with their karate skills. The men in Demon Slayer are pretty simple too. Yes, so. exactly. and maybe, It's a simple story. It's simple and straightforward. Maybe that's it. That's you it. You get cheesecake and it's simple. Dragon Ball simple straightforward cheesecake because dragon ball Sometimes funny has a there's, lot of very there's, similar there's things A bunch it. of different
1: character archetypes and you can hit your wagon to that one Jujutsu kaisen dark complex constantly changing you can still pick your favorites but it's never it's not as like you have to be in there for it to really like click in yeah it's not as demon slayer is just an easier series to get into right why it's the, I mean, maybe this is speaking as an American where we're having... Or we, we I guess we did have our superhero boom. I feel like we're <laughs> on the tail end of that particular age or we're moving towards the tail end. Like, I thought My Hero Academia was going to be in that top seller thing when I did that research a year or two ago. And the fact that it wasn't a Demon Slayer was was, like, really surprising to me. And then that was the same year at Con, I guess this was last year, that, like, the the cosplay I saw the most was Demon Slayer. And I was yeah. just like did I miss something (laughs) like this isn't like when attack on Titan was big and everybody had the like Cape. It's like, there's a bunch of people wearing these costumes and it just seemed like this is when we get to questionably aged gender questioning human shouts at cloud. Or it's like, why this one? And and, and is it just because it is just an easy, straightforward, get on the ride, do the thing. Don't think that hard. Like, is, is that it? It
0: might be. And, there, there's also might be an aspect of it of like merchandisability.
1: Yeah, it's very easy to be like, here's this one. This is the one that I like. Jujutsu Kaisen like doesn't have boys. that. Jujutsu Kaisen isn't about that. Right.
0: It's just, hey, they're all wearing like the school uniform Yeah, different fit.
1: versions of it, but there's nobody that's like, I would say like Panda is the most <laughs> yeah. cute, like panderingy, panda-ring character. But yeah, like there's no. There's no cheesecake by design. Toto, what? Gojo is kind of cheesecake No, depending. Toto. Toto as well. Oh no, uh, Toto's the his Gojo's buddy, right? Am I forgetting?
0: No, he's the big guy.
1: Oh, the Uji's- boogie woogie. Yes, yeah. He's not cheesecake. You don't. Mm. You don't shake his hand. He's. He, I know what handshake events he's been to. <laughs> I know where he's been. I. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's just easier to follow. Like, again, I shouldn't, I should have no reason to be talking to teenagers and interviewing about their (sighs) anime things in person. But like, gosh, do I just want to know what a young person who's watching anime for the first time that doesn't have, growing up with Pokemon and Dragon Ball and then Naruto and Bleach and all this stuff that like doesn't have context, like what they think about these things. And I don't know.
0: I'm gonna go back to this. It might be the merchandisability because the the visibility of a series is probably very important to how many, you know, how how that translates into views. Because if you go to a hot topic, or you know, and those mall stores or the bookstores where they have manga or whatever, like you see Demon a Slayer's whole bunch center. of Demon Slayer yeah. merchandise.
1: It's the big one.
0: And there's not very much Jujutsu Kaisen. It is there. They do have it. It's present. But it's not as in your face and visible. And so I wonder if that goes to, hey, I see this. This is called Demon Slayer. That looks interesting. I'm going to watch it.
1: Because, again, Demon Slayer, straightforward, says what it does on the tin. Jujutsu Kaisen, what's that? I remember before I watched it, I think I had heard that name and thought nothing of it. Because until I saw it, it sounds like, even if I know what those words imply at they're gobbledygook. Jujutsu kaisen, what? <laughs> technique or skill. I don't remember what kaisen means, but like, it doesn't. It sounds like nothing. Yeah. But then, I mean, I guess I could say the same of like, um, like jujutsu kaisen is very clearly inspired by hunter hunter, and that is another one where it's like, what's the name? Mean uh, hunter's hunter x hunter. If you want to be, you know, fancy.
0: It's also better than hunter
1: hunter. What? <laughs> um. Yeah, I would say at least the beginning. Parts of it are. But it's it feels like a, this one walked in the beginning so this one could start off at a jog sure. instead of... Because, yeah. like, as, again, I read all of Hunter Hunter that exists right now. And it starts fucking firing off later on. Like, everybody talks about the Chimera Ant arc and they're right. Like, it was really good. And they got into some really neat stuff. But again, you need to think about it. You've got to follow a bunch of stuff. I could make the argument that, like, you need more emotional maturity to watch and understand Jujutsu Kaisen than you do to watch Watch Demon Slayer, because yeah. that, again, straightforward. Boy, family dead, everybody family dead, go kill Michael Jackson demon. There's never a moment you have to really... that the show successfully asks of you anything else. But I could also see, like... The demons getting backstories if you've never experienced that, could be like a big I'm 14 and this is deep moment of like, maybe the bad guys have their own stories. And like, we're old and jaded and we know it's really stupid now. Like, genuinely, I'm we gonna say that objectively, Naruto they are really stupid. We all watched
0: Naruto and got sick of it. What? <laughs> we watched Naruto and got sick of it. Some
1: of those at least feel justified a little bit, because at least they're people, even if they did a bunch of stuff. But it's like, guys like these are demons. There's like no coming back from
0: Why it. Why is Sasuke just allowed to wander yeah. around? Why He is it tried Mario to murder everybody. To- but is
1: a roach allowed to wander around after he reanimated the corpses of two presidents to fight another president <laughs> messed up but yeah i people out there i don't know if anybody who's a young person or has strong feelings on this listens to us and wants to talk to us but like come to our discord any of the ways brad mentioned to talk to us like i'm i'm i don't want to come at this just to stomp on it I want to come at this, I come at, as I come at all things that frustrate me. I want to come at this with a sense of getting understanding.
0: And and that's why I, I pointed out multiple times now like it's not that we think it's bad. It's just parts of it are frustrating. It
1: could be it could there's there's stuff about it that you could change and make it better without changing what it is and what makes it great. I'm going to I mean I guess admittedly the thing I'm about to talk about that I wanted to talk about is a little off. Um the To make a very specific example, the fights in Demon Slayer, now that they've just become... There's one giant ongoing fight per arc. It's not smaller fights. It's not like you got to fight the little small guys and you get to the big guy. It's just once the battle kicks off, you're here for half the arc, if not Mm -hmm. more. Ben constantly lording over us that the final arc... The final fight is like multiple arcs worth of stuff. And that thought frustrates and terrifies me. (laughs) Because like... I'm used to long fights where you have to move a bunch of pieces around. Um, I mean, what? My Hero has that a lot. One Piece is rife with that, especially after the time skip, where it's just like, fights take forever because everybody's doing stuff everywhere, and they go long because of that. But Demon Slayer suffers from a problem that is very specific to uh, an old flame of mine, which is pro-wrestling. This was present in pleasure district arc and was very present where i noticed it in swordsmith village is that there is a there is a thing i don't know if it has a name in wrestling where a match essentially becomes what is called a spot fest where it's all these big flashy moves and people are hitting their finishers that should end and the match just sort of willy-nilly but the match just doesn't end and it's two guys and the story isn't strong enough to support this of just kicking out of everything they never get pinned they never submit and the match just keeps going and going And it becomes fatiguing, and it becomes you—you become numb to it because there are no stakes. If—if this big, if you know, the demon can hit his finisher on Tanjiro, and Tanjiro's foot's broken, unless he sells, hey, wrestling terms, unless he sells that his foot is injured for the rest of the match to make that move meaningful. The fact that he can run negates this big moment that he did his finisher move and he broke his foot, and it just makes you fatigued because now you don't know when the end is, and all this crazy shit can happen. But you have no sense of like, it's the climax. It's like, well, if you, we had the big stuff already happen. And you can do that. You can have a big moment where somebody overcomes an injury. You can hit, the the villain can hit their finisher. And if you've been building the story properly, the fact that the good guy in wrestling kicks out of it, but in this like doesn't die and is able to keep fighting in a particular way, that can be very like meaningful. Um, the wrestling example that comes to mind the most is that like, for years and years and years, there was a wrestler named Kenny Omega. I'm sure he's still around. I haven't watched wrestling in a while. Who who was like, he was the guy in all of wrestling. And he had a move because he was a huge weeb and I love him. His finishing move was called the One Green Angel. Which I guess is less a weeb thing, but I guess similar enough because it's Final Fantasy. It's Sephiroth. And it was a cool move. And literally it cost multiple promotions over many years. Like, I think only one man has ever kicked out of it. And he was like the top guy in Japan that was fighting him. Like, it's never been kicked out of. Like, it is a point that this move destroys... I don't even think the top guy in Japan... It was, like, a buddy of Kenny Omega's... After, again, a very long storyline... Where it made sense that he kicked out. And they did that in America... Where he had his his buddy, uh, Adam Page... The Millennial Cowboy, who I love dearly... Um... And they had the thing where they were buds and then they were on the outs and finally Kenny had the title and Adam Page finally got the shot. He had gotten his shit together. He was ready. He's like, I'm going to go and fight the title. I'm finally confident enough to do this. And they have the match and Adam Page kicks out of the one-winged angel making him like the second man on planet fucking Earth to do this. And because it was a big deal that no one had kicked out of this and they made a point of it, it wasn't just like, oh, the match should have been over, but it wasn't. It was a big story moment. And it felt and it meant something. And in Demon Slayer, that's not how it works at all. People <laughs> bust out big, giant moves with no story or emotional consequences. That was... and they just sort of happen, and they keep moving the goalposts. And it's it's numbing and exhausting, and it's so frustrating because it's like these are cool things happening, but you just your fight pacing is just not good. The, even um... if a bunch of cool stuff's popping off, like
0: at, right near the end there, uh, where I was like, we were we. We kept going, like, okay, Tondrio's foot is broken. How is he running around at full speed? And then he keeps doing the uh uh the sun breathing over and over again. And it's like, didn't last season they say that took a huge toll in his body? Like, why is he able to do to spam that now? Yeah, he seems
1: <laughs> he seems he seems fine. He is no selling his injuries. Yeah. Except in the moments where they have to make a clear point about it, but it's like if that does not If the selling, the act of appearing injured, or actually being injured in Tantra's case, but it's also appearing injured because he's not real. He's a cartoon character. Like... You stop... The stakes evaporate. Right. When it doesn't seem like all this combat has worn down the combatants. He can do all the crazy bullshit he does. He can keep running, but it's like you have to constantly make him sell the fact that he is injured and he is barely scraping along. And he's getting at that last little ounce. Like, all you have to do is that, and it makes all the stuff that happened and before it
0: they did they did that from time to time but you but have then all to do the middle st- yeah the you middle stuff to make a point the, the, the when they're not doing that and he's still pulling off these huge moves and running around it and you just go wait what but why was he doing he should be laying on the ground unable to breathe
1: yes <laughs> it's like if your back is injured in a wrestling match in Kfabe in the story, you can't just, you can't be like, oh, and wander around the ring like you're in pain, and then all of a sudden hit a perfect suplex like you're, you're completely fine. Like, you gotta put it in there. You can still hit the suplex like you do, but you have to make it look like I'm getting every ounce of fighting spirit in me, which anime is great for fighting spirit, and make it happen. I've been reading One Piece again, and there's stuff where fights go on a little long, but the fact that, like, Luffy and all the characters are involved are in, like, tatters by the end of it, and just barely holding on to do the moves they're doing makes it feel like something because yeah. it feels like like again anime japan good is good for that fighting spirit stuff of just like just a little bit more and sometimes it can be a bit much but like if you do it right you can feel that like yeah. they're putting everything they have in this to keep fighting into they've just this, this this last little feel in the tank hopefully will solve the problem
0: that the the feeling it was the thing because like they did like at the very end they were showing that, okay, Tanjiro's injured. He has to be, like, pulled in this cart and everything. But, yeah. like, then he's just, like, sitting up and talking normally yeah. to people. And it's like... He's
1: not selling it. He, he You got should be the...
0: basically dead at this point. Yeah, let,
1: let him be... Like, put him in a freaking coma. <laughs> Which like, they
0: did the last season.
1: Sell the... in. You have to sell it during the match, and you have to sell it after the match. If you're, like, all beat up, and then you get pinned one, two, three, and then you just get up, and everything's fine, and you just leave, it's like... You've erased all the stakes that happened. And if
0: if what they were going for was that, like, the freaking uh, Dragon Ball, like, almost kill him and then he gets stronger thing, they're not explaining that at all.
1: I don't think that's what's happening. I don't think that's what's going on. Also, the Saiyans still need to recover after they reach near death. There's parts where it's like that. I think the Frieza saga is the one we all think about when we learn that. It's like Vegeta gets super beat up. And then he he just barely survives, and he wanders off, and he goes to the, like, regen tank, and he chills there for a while until yep. he can fight again, now that he's stronger. But it's like, he has to spend time out of the fight completely recovering and putting himself in, like, a dangerous state.
0: I know Goku wouldn't do this, but if I was in that position, I would just take a big bag of sensu beans and just keep, like... Breaking my neck. Sensu Bean. Break my neck. Oh Sensu Bean. Yeah, break you're my right neck. Sensu Bean. Supposedly Sensu
1: Senzu- Bean. Sensu Bean is just supposed to be, I think it's it's the activity of being well rested and eating a large filling meal, I think, if memory
0: serves. But obviously yeah, that And then it goes because, right out the window yeah. <laughs> later.
1: But I don't know. That was like one particular nitpick that stood out to like my own personal history with things where I mm. saw a pattern where it's just like. These fights are exhausting. I mean, that was a big thing with me with Pleasure District arc where I'm like, do I even like Demon Slayer anymore? And then we get to the end, the start of the next season where it's like, you get to have the comedy character moments between Tanjiro and the boys as they recover. And I'm like, oh yeah, I love Demon Slayer. Like those, like, it's funny that the thing I love most about Demon Slayer is the comedy and the character moments and the combat while flashy and cool is just, it's a spot fest. Everything looks cool, but nothing has like meaning or weight behind it. Like... There's these Hashira who have been doing this for seemingly ages. And then this plucky upstart comes from the backwoods. And then just none of them have killed the demon. Any of the lower or upper six in like 50 millennia or whatever the number is. I don't know. It's not that much. But you know what I mean. And then this plucky upstart just all of a sudden is able to beat them all near death. And it's like, what have you guys been? Some of the Hashira also do this while Tanjiro is fighting in fights that Tanjiro's not even in. And it's like what were you guys doing? You just sitting twiddling your thumbs? Like, do you just not, you're, you're really up to make sacrifices now, guys. Like it just doesn't, And then there's we're gonna, just so we're many things that like,
0: it's four upper six within like a month of each yeah. other.
1: And it's like, i didn't get any stronger since the last, the lower six guy kicked the ever loving shit out of him? It's not like he became that much stronger. He just, he recovered just enough to keep going. And now he can just go, how oh, you take out like two of them at once? And it's like, ah
0: yeah it, i mean it's yeah. like
1: i guess i guess that's the thing it is frustrating these are like rookie mistakes in storytelling and maybe because we are just jaded old humans where it's like i've seen <laughs> this i've seen this done better i've seen this done worse like how is this thing okay. so popular making so, such basic like not even just different of opinions but just like this is structurally counterfeit at moment
0: here here's here's a thing here's the thing so here's the thought as as everyone should be well aware of at this point I consume copious amounts of trash. Yes. Right. Now, you might want to argue this point, but I think the fact that I consume all that trash makes me uh, have a really good uh, view on what is good and bad. I am able to say that those things that I read are trash. I, you
1: keep reading them so they're not trash. Right. They're it's, not truly trash.
0: No, it's trash. I enjoy it. But it's I can true, I am truly. I can be... Trash,
1: tr- a true zero, that's true no,
0: trash. No, they're not If you're zeros.
1: enjoying it, it's not... It's just... I mean, it can be trashy.
0: It's a box of donuts I found in the trash. They there weren't opened, but they were they, in they the were trash. They were on the top. Yeah. <laughs> so, when I say that, like, okay, Demon Slayer has good points it is entertaining but it confuses me and somewhat frustrates me that there are much better things that aren't as popular
1: or even just that it's uh, there are other things that are less flawed nothing is perfect we even said the things that juju Tyson like no series is perfect there is always difference of opinions about what makes something great or not great continue your thoughts sorry
0: so, I so I think what what is going on with Demon Slayer, for me at least, is that, you know, I can, I can see the flaws, but I can also see the good, which, I mean, obviously you can as well. Yes. The, the fact that it seems as if the zeitgeist is so mindlessly consuming it. Yes. Is the thing that's frustrating. Like, and,
1: I don't know what else would fill that, that spot right now with what is out.
0: No, but I think my point specifically is that I want the zeitgeist to more consciously consume things.
1: It will never do that. I want want the top selling thing to be Spy Family and Chainsaw Man (laughs) to things that I love that I think are great that I'm sure have their flaws and have people having a difference of opinion on them, but I think aren't just so riddled with like hack decisions and like Hack decision things can still be good. Like that's like, it's not that it's, it's, it's not that those things that have problems and flaws can't be, can't be good or great. But yeah, I like your way of like mindless consumption. Like Demon Slayer is really easily mindlessly consumed. It doesn't ask of you to have, there's no, I don't, what is here? I guess if I ask this question, what is Demon Slayer thematically about? What is it trying to say? My Hero Academia trying to say something. Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm sure it's saying something. Like, you can feel the vibe of it. Is Demon Slayer trying to say anything?
0: I don't... I don't know that it is. Because, like... you li- bad. Demon yeah, bad. Yeah, it's literally good versus evil. Yep. And, like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. No. I, I mean, it's something that we're sort of lacking these days is just straight up good versus evil. But then... I say that and I go, no, wait a minute. Demon Slayer keeps doing these demons backstories to go, oh, isn't it sad? Aren't they sympathetic? And exactly. so it's like, no, I don't. And of course, then they did do these These latest demons don't have actual sad backstories. They're just jerks. And so, like, I guess that's good.
1: But again, if you, are, if you are jaded to it, you float over it. And yeah. if you're... 13 this is deep this is your first thing this is baby's first philosophy lesson spoon fed to you really simply it's like wow but they had they had a rough bringing that's you know cycle of violence which like mm. there are stories that i read now that gets the cycle of like of um trauma and stuff like that and i think does it really well cycle <laughs> of violence probably Chains- pres-
0: chainsaw motorcycle <laughs> chainsaw oh you're not reading no. you're not reading chainsaw i need my-
1: to oh. i need to i'm equipped for it i need to um
0: Chainsaw motorcycle.
1: Chainsaw awesome. motorcycle completely broke my brain and I forgot yeah. where I was going. Anyway, yeah, maybe it's just, chainsaw maybe it's just so easily consumable. Because like Chainsaw Man, not easily consumable. Cool. <laughs> hip. Not yeah. easily consumable.
0: Yeah, Which, I would agree with
1: that. <laughs> I mean, see, me having to take a break from it, yeah. wanting to go back to read it, because I was having relationship brain issues and couldn't read it without becoming sad and depressed. Like,
0: If, if you can read Chainsaw Man and like read it easily... I think you're not getting it.
1: Yes, but I was taking two. If we're forgetting this I know, personal you, moment, yeah, royal. But like, you. Chainsaw Man constantly challenges you yeah. on things. Spy Family not as much, but like, Demon Slayer doesn't really challenge you. It's not really about anything. It's not. It doesn't have a particular agenda besides kill demons and also really badly write backstories for things that don't matter. You know,
0: there's also there's something that some series do that sort of turns me off from them. And, and that is when they do emotional beats, but they like smack it in your face where they're like, you should be sad right now.
1: Oh yeah. I remember you having that big for, uh for Boji when we watched. Yeah. King of King.
0: Yes, exactly. That's the same thing Yeah, where it's like, okay, like I, I know that you're trying to have an emotional story and everything, but like, When you have to point it out, when you have to shove it in my face like that to get me to feel that way, I feel like you're failing.
1: Welcome to wrestling again. Being told who to like and dislike is a really good way to get a crowd to turn on you because nobody likes being told how to feel. You have to do your job to make me feel the way I'm supposed to. Don't tell me. Don't play all the tinkly music and be like, (laughs) be sad now. It's like, no, do. I am not that you still can't play the tinkly music, but like. You have to do your job as an artist to make me feel those things. And if you do it right, I will follow you. It's not like I don't want to. I just don't want to be told how to feel. Right.
0: Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe if I was younger, if I didn't have as much life experience, if I hadn't had certain traumas in my life. Maybe you didn't have the ability
1: to emotionally introspect. Yeah. Maybe maybe, you just you want to imagine having a cute girl with you at all times that has big (laughs) boobers and kicks ass like I could see a a very vapid teenager being into that.
0: Yeah, maybe people in a different life situation won't feel as combative to having that so obviously smack them in the face. Yeah. Maybe I am just jaded in some way. But it's also frustrating to me. And I, like I said before, I want people to more consciously consume things.
1: I feel like that's a big lesson we come to in it's, a lot yeah, of Yeah,
0: I mean, it's something it's we bring like, up a lot.
1: I mean, yeah, just the way, the way we approach media is different than, I don't know if I want to say the majority, but some large group of humanity that consumes things. Like, I'm someone, hi, we're going to get personal for a moment. Okay. Um... <laughs> I mean, this is us talking about our experience. Maybe your experience is different. and Maybe this is a time for you to introspect on this, if you have the power to do that. I hope you do if you listen to this, because it's kind of one of our big themes. But like, when I see something, if I watch a movie or a show where I read a book, I have to talk about it. Like, if I see a movie and then don't talk about it to somebody directly after who I saw it with, and everybody's just like, oh, yeah, it was fine. Like, I will suffer damage. Like, I will, <laughs> like, I learned that recently. Like, it's a trauma point for me. It's like, it's important to me. I have thoughts and feelings about everything, and I need to discuss them. I, I don't even need people to agree with me. I just need to, like, explore this. And there are just so many people in the world that just don't. And I don't know how many of those... I'm assuming it's the majority of people, uh, gestures at general pop culture and what becomes popular and what doesn't. Like, I mean, you know, introspecting on emotionally difficult things... Is hard and well, it's tiring, and like there's so, a part of me that doesn't blame them, but also just like I can't tell myself like I could I couldn't not do that.
0: Do you do you know that uh, a good large percentage of the population ha- is incapable of imagination?
1: Not imagination. I I would go somewhere of like emotional maturity and sure.
0: introspection, but like but I'm sure they can still ha- tackle you,
1: things. I'm not calling everybody like children. Well,
0: have you heard the term aphantasia?
1: What is that? I don't know what that is. So it's
0: basically the inability to picture something in your head. So, and to that extent, there's also people who do, who can't speak in their mind. And this is, when, when I found out about these things and I, I would hesitate to call them cognitive deficiencies because these people are still able to function just fine in the world. But it's a level of, like, non-introspection ever that is literally how their brain works. Could not
1: imagine that.
0: And it makes me think that there is just a large gap between people who can imagine things and people who can't. A difference. And I, and I wonder if someone who has that, who has aphantasia or lack of an inner is able to actually have conscious consumption or does everything just go in and then come right back out
1: flashing lights colors sounds yeah cool moment and from Maybe. what i
0: understand there's a good large percentage i don't think it's like 50 percent, but i think it's like it's more than we 20 30 percent which is like seems way too high for something that to you and i who have these kind of conversations who, who literally
1: can't i literally can't not have them. yeah
0: it's it's a completely foreign concept you can't imagine not imagining <laughs>
1: yeah 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 dude i don't know and it's that i guess in a to look at all this in a different direction of like we're talking about like a thing that's uber popular that we don't get the popularity of like that feeling of like weird out of touchness and admittedly on a much smaller thing um, Brad, I don't think you're reading. Have you read or seen anything about Tanmaku Cinema?
0: No, what's that?
1: Uh Tanmaku I think it is. It's a Shonen Jump series. Uh everybody who everybody in the Shonen Flop Discord that's reading it is like getting in a little power spirit circle cuz mm-hmm. it's like getting to the chapter count and it's getting to be that time of the season where it's like the axe is coming out. Oh yeah. And that series really came around for us like it started kind of like wibbly wobbly and now it's like it's about a kid I think the original the starting bit is that like there's a kid who's in the cinema class uh, club and he really likes movies and one day he gets like haunted by a ghost who was like a great writer a young writer from the 80s and he was supposed to write this oh, great work uh, that yeah, like I've goes that. to yeah. I don't remember his name but like one of the great Japanese directors like yeah. he's an actual name that I know, don't know what it is now.
0: What? Kurakawa
1: very possible kurosawa kurosawa yeah maybe it might be that one um i'll just keep saying And he's like i'm gonna write you know i have to write my great screenplay maybe that's how i can finally move on to the other world also like at this point now the ghost is mostly just shows up in the background occasionally Mm -hmm. comment because now the main character is making the movie and every chapter is just the process of like the actors and getting the script together and shooting on location and like to me who loves learning how the the sausage is made I find it incredibly compelling, even if, like, necessarily the story of the characters isn't as strong. Like, it's good enough to get the vehicle and, like, I really enjoy my time with it every week. Tenmaku Cinema is also constantly, like, the bottom of the popularity list when it comes to (laughs) Shonen Jump. It's usually printed in the back of the book with the other about-to-be-act series. I, I don't know if the sales numbers have gone up for its first volume, but I'm sure they're not very good. And it's just the most, like, what happened? Yeah. Why is this thing that we all love that I don't think is so like that divisive. So just because there's other things in there that I like we all go like this is undercooked. But like that's what some people want to. <laughs> I think it's like Nui's Exorcist that the majority of people, again, in a very specific subset of humanity of those who are reading it, who are thinking about these things more and looking at all the data and how they come and go through Shonen Jump. Uh, Did I say Nui's Exorcist? I think it was where it's like this is dumb schlock, but that has constantly been doing very well and gets the color pages and printed in the earlier part of the book and is doing gangbusters and we're just like, you know what? And that one, admitting when you go on the smaller scale, it's just like, it's one of those like, this isn't for you, bub. And that's okay. And I think that's the, that's what makes this Demon Slayer question thing flipped around because it's like, this is literally one of the top sellers of the world. This is crossing across all sorts of different communities Because how do you get, in, less, in, in a little over a decade, Dragon Ball numbers? <laughs> how do you do... In, in physical media, in this age of dying physical media, how do you get more manga? Physical book manga sales. Of a manga that Ben and other people have told us is not good. The anime is 100% <laughs> the way to consume Demon yeah. Slayer. How? I don't Mugen Train. Literally one of the top scoring, like make money making animated films released in Japan. I don't remember if it was that year of all time, but just like there's just something about it. Yeah. There's just there's something about it.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking, it's the the Shonen Flop discord is always funny because there's like this this precipice that they walk the edge of where it's like, hey, we really like a thing. But if it doesn't get canceled, Shonen Flop won't talk about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or the strangeness of like, this is garbage. Like there's a certain, there's. it's almost like a, <laughs> it's a death cult of mangas. Yeah. It's just like a, a chapter, <laughs> the first chapter comes out and it's like, this one's going to die in its normal lifespan or it's quicker than that. Or like, this one's a supernova rocket. It's going to live forever. And like watching everybody looking at the, reading the, reading the. <laughs> The stones and the tea leaves and watching the <laughs> stars and trying to predict what's coming and when the axe is going to fall on who and when and why and
0: yeah um i wanted to i wanted to bring this around because yeah we
1: gotta we gotta speaking of moving train we gotta move this one <laughs> to the station bud
0: uh you know we've talked about conscious consumption yep and i just wanted to touch on something with that because i feel like a lot of times we just say hey consciously consume things bye there's a point there, and I want to use myself an example here. Just because you're consciously consuming something doesn't mean you can't enjoy things that might be a little trashy or have some bad spots or something like that. As I said, I consume so much trash isekai manga, but I am consciously consuming that. I am aware That it is not objectively good.
1: You are making a conscious choice. In the same way that you talking about eating a Papa John pizza last week consciously made me decide (laughs) to get a Papa John pizza, and you know what? I regret it. It was a bad (laughs) choice, but I made I was aware of that choice both before, during, and after I made it, that I made a choice and I was gonna be with the consequences.
0: (laughs) So in that same vein, like we consciously consume Demon Slayer. Yes. We like it. But we are also acutely aware of the problems that it has. We are also
1: frustrated by it.
0: And that frustrates us. The fact that we like it, I think, is the thing that frustrates us the most. It there's frustrates
1: de- us even more. Yeah,
0: there's definitely things that we've watched that we didn't like and were frustrating.
1: But I was painting for gold more. Exactly. And I had I had further spots between it. I think Fire Force comes to mind where I, was, I had some rough times and every soft so and a thing would happen. Like, okay, I got just enough wind underneath my sails to keep mm. going on this and i don't think i have that like that's the thing i don't think my wind the wind never gets fully taken on my sails for demon slayer despite how much it frustrates me yeah. so but no, i don't, we don't want to get back into it so continue your your ending
0: no that's exactly it is that like I, I want everyone to understand that the conscious consumption of something does not mean that the that thing you're consuming has to be good
1: or has to mean something yeah you it, can eat you can eat junk food it's okay as can, much as i will <laughs> this is Raz Brad about his constant junk food consumption like you can do that
0: this is going to sound ridiculous you can consciously consume something mindlessly yes you have to be aware that you are mindlessly consuming something that is the important part you can
1: turn your mind off while you were doing that but you are you are aware of your position with it yeah I guess awareness is the key word
0: and the thing is is you know if everybody was consciously consuming demon slayer might still be as popular as it is that's completely possible i think the key there is that there would be a much better reason there would be a more clear reason why it is number one
2: yeah
1: i think between that and if you love demon slayer and you want to say maybe not even why you think it's as popular as but why you individually like love it and either why you look past the flaws or you don't think there's flaws or what you think it's saying and what it's about like i feel like this is the other theme we come to as well. like talk to us we wish yeah. to understand this is a podcast of sometimes we shout at clouds but we want to understand we shout because we want to understand but they're so far away we can't <laughs> we can't talk to the clouds we cannot shake the clouds hands we cannot hug and connect to a cloud merely we shout at them for existing <laughs>
0: Get down here so I can examine you. Get
1: down here so I can have a humane conversation with you about how we both feel about a situation.
0: So, we recently did something a little bit different for Weeb Cabal. Uh, because Ben wasn't around, we didn't um, watch some of the normal stuff that we were watching.
1: Also, we finished a lot of the normal stuff we were watching. <laughs> that is true. it's taking a break, because Demon Slayer was done, My Hero's done, and Jujutsu Kaisen's on its sabbatical. So,
0: basically, just Vinland Saga. <laughs>
1: Vinland Saga. <laughs> um, Gotta say the Vikings for Ben. He's the Viking boy.
0: But uh, you and I decided to do something a little bit different, and that was to do a sort of sampler platter.
1: Yes, very specifically, just one episode of all these shows that seemed kind of interesting, or we had heard about, or something, and yeah. just go, hey, uh, if we like it, we'll put it in rotation. If we don't, whatever, move on.
0: So basically, we just scrolled through Crunchyroll and went, oh yeah, I've heard of that. People say it's good. Let's check that out. And so what we thought we'd do today is uh, give you our thoughts on those. Yeah. So we've got four different series, and we're gonna we're gonna tell you what we thought of them.
1: I'm gonna give you eight different views on them collectively. <laughs>
0: So the first thing we checked out is called Tomo-chan as a girl. Now this is a series that I had uh, seen a lot of different people talking about lots of clips on YouTube. Um, I've heard good stuff about the manga, um, but it seems to be very highly rated. Um, I think it, it's either coming out now or it came out last season. Uh, So it's, it's fairly new. Yeah.
1: I didn't see, I think it might've been, I don't know if it was under new releases or not. We were literally just tooling around Crunchyroll.
0: Um, this is a series that I I figured I would probably enjoy to some extent because I like the high school slice of life romance comedy kind of thing. Um i I really like uh Comey Can't Communicate. Um there's a couple other Skip ones and Loafer that, I can talk about Skip that you and got and me on yeah, that that's a, reminded me of a just by virtue example. of like
1: this little school ecosystem.
0: Yeah. Um so the primary premise of Tomo Chan as a girl is that uh tomo chan is a girl but she has grown up doing uh what is it karate or taekwondo i think it's karate taekwondo. but also like boy um,
1: she's very yeah. like tomboy like i think literally in the description says tomboy
0: yeah and so I don't
1: remember she doesn't say ore right or oira no
0: okay they didn't go that far but uh now that she's in high school and she is developing womanly feelings uh, and she, womanly features. She wants her best friend of since childhood her, to her best male friend, yeah, to see her as a girl, and he will not.
1: <laughs> almost refuses. Not yeah. sure the exact context of it yet. There's some something going on, but they haven't. That's what the rest of the episodes are for. Yeah,
0: and and again, all of these we only watched one episode, so this is a very short take. But um, we did uh, we we enjoyed it. It was it was a fun time. And uh, I, I think it hit a lot of the beats that I expected it to hit, but also the things that I enjoy about those kind of series.
1: You are more steeped in that genre than I am both mm-hmm. reading and watching. This was definitely a little bit of a more alien experience to me. <laughs> and I ended up enjoying it enough to go, yeah, let's let's watch this. I, I miss, ever since we finished, um, Love After World Domination having like yeah. A goofy comedy start the night off. It's a really good kind of like settling in instead of what we've been doing is just like, I want to eat the most expensive food first, put on Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> or I want to get through my homework, put on my Hero Academia. Yeah. Um I, I started kind of sour on it, because it's like I don't like seeing a boy. She sort of gets molested. Not, not really. That might not be the right word for
0: it. It's, it's. He
1: does things. It's like, oh, they're boys, so he'll do this. And I'm like, I get the joke, but this makes me uncomfortable. But then she just shot, a, you know, punched the shit out of him and beat him up yeah. like really intensely. And also, I normally hate that trope. And in this, this situation, I was like, yes, cool. Give it to me.
0: It It works in that like. She is having things done to her that she doesn't want.
1: I think at one point he like pats her on the butt because yeah. it's like the good job, which I don't know how big of a thing that is in Japan. Or puts his
0: arm around her or whatever. Yeah, And like now that she is conscious that he is a boy that she likes, um, she is very embarrassed by those things. But she still has those uh, boyish tendencies of beating people up yeah beating up your friends i don't
1: know how much intentional that i'm getting to see like ah yes somebody who's being you know abused now again abuse is too strong of a word but it's being those having those moments happen that happen all these other animes decking the shit out of their you know whoever's perpetrating it was very like refreshing to me right and then i was just like and then we're like 10 minutes into their like the first third and i'm like i mean i'm liking this but what's the rest of the show i don't know what more (laughs) like i'm I'm already getting like i enjoyed it but like you I can only eat this so many times. What's the rest of the show and I got a little like unsure and bored. And then the side characters start coming in and the show yeah. becomes weirder and kind of great and like I'm like, "Oh, I'm being charmed and confused and intrigued and
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I think my favorite character is their their friend, their mutual childhood friend. Their mutual childhood female uh,
1: friend who is just so unexpectedly just so strange
0: she's almost evil
1: she's almost evil like the amount of like weird like she it's she confronts the 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 male lead about it yeah and a very strange comically uncomfortable scene yeah like he doesn't like respond really so it's still a mystery why he's refusing to see his friend as a woman and it's just like it was just weirdly high tension awkward in a way that i was like that felt like that was the point of the scene, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what are we doing, guys? This felt like it was really straightforward, and now, like, I have no idea what's going on, and it was exciting. Yeah.
0: Um, and then there's the, I also really liked her, uh, Tomo chan's interaction with the Garyu go- girls, um, who uh, Tomo chan is now in the the Taekwondo club at school, and the captain of that club who is uh, presumably a year older than her or more... Yeah, because um, she
1: refers to him as senpai.
0: Is, a, ...is like a pretty boy. And so he's got all these girls who are going after him. They see her getting buddy-buddy with him, which she does not see him that way at all.
1: No, because it's just like you're the captain of the club. Like, I'm in the male club because I... Without trying, I beat up all the girls.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she traumatized them. (laughs)
1: She traumatized them. They're like, please leave. So Um, she went to the boys club to fight them. And even then she kicks all their asses.
0: But uh, so these girls are like, we have to confront her about this. And and they think they're going to like intimidate her or something. And then she just comes and intimidates them. They think that she's going to beat them up. And then she sort of like takes them under her wig. She's and they just fall jazzed in love to have like her.
1: girly female friends yeah. because she really wants to like embrace that part of herself.
0: And that's the that's the like the cute misunderstanding stuff that I love about these like high school slice of life comedy things. And I think it really uh it really hit a lot of the good notes of those of that genre that I really enjoy. So for me it was one of those things where it's like oh this is new but it's got the things that i like in it
1: it's got the beats and the rhythms but it's also doing its own like i don't know how much that their their childhood best friend that character is just so strange how much that's that archetype is present in other things but like it's got a weird i haven't entirely figured out its rhythm yet after thinking i had it pegged and i love being I love something seeming as straightforward and then it's like, no, there's something more going on, but I don't know what it is, but I'm I'm charmed, entertained, and intrigued, so I wish to continue looking into it. Yeah. So excited for more Tomo Chan as a girl for, yeah. for subverting my uh expectations and, and judgments from yeah. the name and the concept.
0: Um if you've seen it, jump into Discord and let us know what you think about
1: it. Yeah, we'll we'll let you know when we watch more of it. <laughs>
0: Uh, Next up is a series that we both have heard of. We had both heard of and uh, knew in sort of the realm of uh, like a spy family kind of thing. Um, And that's Buddy Daddy.
1: You're talking about Buddy Daddy. Yes. I remember Buddy Daddy coming up as a, hey, you're out a spy family. This might scratch the itch of. Capable humans with yeah. cute daughter or cute child. I guess in this, in both cases, it's a daughter.
0: Yeah. So, uh, uh, in the vein of spy family, like we said, Sakamoto Days. Yep. Um, now there's uh, uh, Kill Blue. Kill Blue. There's. It's. It seems to be a genre that is becoming more and more prevalent. Which I which guess is Buddy good, Daddy like. must have
1: been around because it was either out or coming out at yeah. the same time. Spy. Family. Like I don't think it was put into reduction. Like um it was clearly already I would think so it was already popping around. I
0: think Buddy Daddy's came out last season.
1: Yes, the anime at least. I'm the assuming anime, it right. had a manga. So or yeah, the like manga but, is, I mean the manga could have been inspired. The by manga's Spy probably family.
0: 2 or 3 years old. Um I I, I didn't look it up. Um <laughs> I know. The I had fun with it. It it wasn't it didn't hit me in the same way the Spy Family did. Um it didn't quite reach the level of like a Sakamoto Days for me. But it did a lot of stuff that I thought was fun and interesting. Um, and the relationship... So it, we only watched the first episode. We didn't really get to see the relationship between father and daughter. But the relationship between the two guys, I thought, was an interesting dynamic. Because the the father, the actual father, yeah. is already sort of taking care of the other guy. Yeah. He's sort of a Hecumori. Yeah, is he's a right? bit of a neat right? when he's
1: not actually right. out on a job, which is fun seeing him then all dressed up in like a tuxedo suit. Right, and that just that
0: uh juxtaposition of him being a neat but then also being incredibly capable at he his saves, job. He
1: saves he's 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 a sloth. He saves all the energies for the moment that yeah. he needs to strike. Or I guess a crocodile is probably I, more apt.
0: I like that juxtaposition. I think that's a good uh, story mechanic to use.
1: Yeah, I think that's cool. Um, I guess, spoiler alert for the rest of our discussions, of the four we watched, this is the only one where I was like, I don't veto, I don't want to do more of this, <laughs> even though I was the one that was like, I want to check out Buddy Daddy. Um, I think just also having the, the specter of Spy Family there, which is such a cozy, comfy, yeah, feel-good show, and like the two leads dynamic is constantly at odds, and I'm like, this isn't, this isn't a warm hug, I'm not hugging a plushie right now, I don't <laughs> like this, this makes me uncomfortable. And also, the thing that surprised me, I don't know if it's a, a mark towards or against, I don't think I've seen an anime that's come out recently that, that, that's, that's this visually brutal of dudes just getting shot the fuck up with yeah. blood, like, like really brutally, and, like, I'm sure I've seen Twilight shoot people in Spy Family, but you it's did. usually, like, you see the impact of them getting hit and then they fall down, but not like, there's a fucking blood hole in them and, like... a blood spur and like it's really it's weirdly visceral for how like what it's about and how cutesy it is otherwise
0: so spy family the manga is does get very violent but i we haven't gotten to that in the anime yet
1: i don't i guess i never i never feel like spy family revels in violence well, so even if it's like it's fun cool but it's it's a team violence where it's like there are guns people are shooting occasionally somebody gets shot but it's not there's not like blood and viscera well, so
0: the latest chapters had a bunch of it And the one point I'm specifically thinking of is right near the end of the cruise where you're just like slaughters all of those guys. It is very bloody.
1: I'd have to I'd have to see it to remember. I don't remember it being that like, but like the fact that this man is just like John Wick moving through people and just capping them in a way that like. I didn't know I could be made to feel uncomfortable about him just brutally murdering all of these <laughs> men, but I, like, I kind of was in a weird way. And this is somebody who's seen all the John Wick movies and loves them dearly, but, like, I don't know. There was, maybe it's just because I don't usually see this in anime. Especially anime with such a bright color palette. Like, it is, it looks like it's supposed to be so, again, Spy Family, so cozy and colorful and inviting. Like, it has, you know, usually when something's more brutal, it's got a more subdued... Color palette a lot yeah. more browns and dark reds and whatnot, but like, no, it's just unapologetically brutal yeah. on top of being very bright and sunshiny. And usually, I think I'd like that juxtaposition, but here I'm just like, I feel weird.
0: It was yeah, there there was a a, a strong juxtaposition there. um
1: And I don't know, like it makes it even more weird that it's like again, Twilight can shoot people, York can f- kill and stab people, but I'm like, they're cute together and they're wonderful parents for Anya. And this is <laughs> this one, I was just like. Even if they're doing technically the same things conceptually, it's like the way they show it. It's like mm, I don't think I want this man being a parent. I don't want this little <laughs> girl around. Also, the the little kid, the the girl, she's not Anya. She's yeah, not so dead.
0: yeah, that's important to bring up is that like I didn't think it was bad. I don't think they did a bad job with it. It's but not the itch. Anya has set such a high bar at no. this point that I don't know that anybody else can hit it. Or even come close at this point. I don't know. It, if it definitely was gave started. you the "this is an adult woman doing a child." Yep, vibes. Which again, it happens. She she did it well, but it wasn't perfect. Like it Anya's voice it actor, it wasn't
1: the feeling that Anya's just this, this little booger shit kid that yeah. I love dearly for being a little a little trash king.
0: Um, now I thought the the whole interaction she had and how the dad was trying to protect yeah, her and everything. I thought that was. And, it's good. Um it, and solid. I, I thought it was a good time. I would keep watching it. Um but you know that's I, not how I it think, works in the weep component.
1: <laughs> I think your itch I think your itch has to be really bad for Spy Family to get it satisfied here. I think yeah. I mean it's admittedly reading, but I think especially where it is now, blue kill gets closer to it than this. Kill blue. Kill blue. Kill blue. Especially like that. That one's a wee that I mean especially I guess with Kill because I don't think we really talked about it on the podcast that one constantly feels like it's teetering on making a bad choice and then it just doesn't <laughs> where it's like oh no he's gonna do an icky thing and it's like oh he didn't oh and they made a point about how he the the choice the other choice would have been icky so he didn't make yeah. it because of that and it's like huh this is oh this is this, this is very satisfying it feels yeah. like my thoughts and the feelings are being taken into account with these things
0: and the fact that kill blue and spy family and sakamoto days are all coming out right now is like i don't really need Give to watch sakamoto
1: this. days anime baby it's got to yeah. be in production next big jump thing it's got to announce it like come on it's on it's over 100 chapters it's great i, I love it i feel
0: like i haven't seen that many people talking about sakamoto days i, think I don't I think get it it's an
1: anime because yeah, i mean dude same it's, I know doing, there's, it's doing well in the manga, and that's what's important to me until it gets the anime, and then actual people we know will watch it, because people don't like yeah. to read.
0: I know there's a couple guys on the Shonen Flop Discord that read it, but yeah. it seems like it doesn't get talked about very much. I don't think
1: I've ever seen a thing about it out and about, where I wasn't in a very Shonen, manga, shonen Jump manga-specific like space, which mostly has just been us yeah. and Shonen Flop. But yeah, I think once that anime hits... Sakamoto Days, baby, invest in it. It's going to be a good time.
0: So jump on our Discord and talk to us about Sakamoto Days instead of Buddy Daddies.
1: (laughs) Yes, don't talk to me about Buddy Daddies. (laughs) I don't like Buddy Daddies. I thought with a name like that and a look like that, I thought it was going to be a fun, comfy romp, and it was not. And that upset me. (laughs) Okay, what was next? I think it's still good.
0: Are you a fan of Japanese snacks and treats? Sure am. Then you'll love Sagoi Mart. They offer a wide variety of popular Japanese snacks, candy, drinks, and more. All delivered right to your door. We recently got a box that had some fun stuff in it. Yes. Uh, we love the various candies and, and snacks and stuff. There was one particular thing that I thought was... I don't know if "gross" is the right word, but I didn't like it, and you thought it was great. Which one was it? The uh, the citrus jelly drink.
1: Oh my gosh! It was yeah. It was like a lemonade drink, but it was also jelly. It was goo. There was a lot of des- there was a lot of so, descriptions of "give me
0: that goo." Here's the thing: so Ben wasn't here uh, due to his uh, work. work stuff, and so we opened this up together and. Did not have any idea what this was. I saw lemons on it. I was like, okay, it's it some kind lemonade, of citrus It must be because it
1: looked like a liquid inside. So I
0: get the cups, and I open it, and I try to pour it out, and some liquid comes out, and then it stops. And, and i can holding very clearly
1: it, see all this stuff in the bottle.
0: I'm holding it upside down, and there's no liquid coming out. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? And my first thought was... Oh, there's some kind of film on this. It's gone bad because it was out in the heat.
1: I had thought there was some sort of stopper in the plastic head that it like it somehow knew when it had been tipped completely upside down that it would stop it. And it, I, these things were true.
0: And I knew that wasn't it because as I'm tilting it, like I could tell there was nothing.
1: And after a while, like a giant lemon amoeba. <laughs> well, I squeezed exits it. The bottom. Oh, that's and what it was. And this
0: goop comes out. An amoeba, and I'm like,
1: like a bo- like a oh, like a blob. What is
0: it? So, anyways, suffice to say, it's basically runny jello
1: no because it's like blob like I've, i don't know how much i eat a blob like it's called the jelly but there's also some liquid in it but it's a drink and like i loved i love lemonade and i love weird textures like that like i'm It was initially grossed out by it, but then as I drank more of it, I'm like, I want to drink more of these things. It was a really, it was a good, it was a fun novelty. I enjoyed it. I I thought the flavor was good.
0: I might have liked it if it was cold, but unfortunately it was not. Well, I don't even
1: know how that Um, would be like cold. I'm curious now.
0: But I could not get over the texture. So, ooh, eat the lemonade, goo. But still an endorsement. You liked it a lot. I loved it. I
1: would, I genuinely, I could, I should buy more. Yeah. Which I can.
0: Additionally, and I just saw this email yesterday. They just came out with a uh, Gear Five merch, so there's Ooh. there's like three or four plushies and like a, they knew it like was a, a big deal. Yeah,
1: as someone who just watched the anime episodes of that earlier in the week,
0: the the plushies deal. are all like different squishes. <laughs> yeah, it That's I fun. I, th- I thought they were pretty cool, so I wanted to call that out. Um, but check out the one piece section on SegwayMart.com, and if you use offer code APR fifteen. Uh, at checkout or click the link in the description uh, you can get 15% off your first purchase cool you can buy a bunch of lemonade drinks plus some uh, Luffy merchandise Uh, you just head to sagorimark.com to shop their selection of delicious snacks today
1: remember anime podcaster reincarnation 15 APR 15
0: So, now we're going to get into s- <laughs> some stuff that's a little bit uh, darker. Yes. Uh, so, we watched Hell's Paradise.
1: We watched Man attempt to be, um, not assassinated. Executed. What? <laughs> Executed. Executed, and many different old Japanese ways, and none of them worked. Yeah. Which I am a sucker for that trope.
0: <laughs> so, Hell's Paradise has been all over everywhere recently like, out of all of the ones that we watched, I, I think Hell's Paradise is probably the most popular.
1: I think I'd heard of it, but I knew literally nothing about it. I, there was no character I could go, that's a Hell's Paradise character. Yeah. Like, I just think I saw the thing of it on Crunchyroll, because it's always in, like, this is a really popular thing you should watch.
0: Part of did. the reason that it's popular is because it's from MAPPA.
1: MAPPA is always MAPPA, to uh, do. Kaisen, it. MAPPA, Demon Slayer. MAPPA, Jujutsu Kaisen? MAPPA, definitely Demon Slayer. Uh... Oh, I forget. I don't remember. They do. They put an extra bit of a, a little bit of extra polish on yeah. a little extra, you know, spit and polish.
0: And it's there. You can tell they the animation is excellent. You know, everything about the execution is great. Um, I d- I feel like we didn't get into much of the story at this point, so I can't really speak to that. But it seemed they set up a really good base for
1: it. No, but yeah, I like I like what I saw and. When I was watching it, I'm like, normally I wouldn't like something like this, but there's just something about it that it's just clicking into place. Because usually it's like, this is too dark, and very specifically, the word I would always use is edge lordy. But it just, it just somehow skirted by that and was just like, I'm really curious about this character. I think it's because he has. This is what the main character, from what we know right now, the main character is essentially unkillable and immortal. He's been, a, he's always been a trained killer. Um,
0: so he's not. Immortal, but normal people would be unable to kill him. Correct. He's like literally basically, like they
1: tried to cut his head off and it didn't work. He's
0: basically immune to fire. Uh, so they tried to burn him at the stake. That didn't work. They tried to boil him in oil. That didn't work. Um, they tried to just cut
1: his head off. They tried
0: to cut his head off, stab him with a spear. That didn't work. Tried to, did the, they tried to hang him? The executioner woman at the she end was, cool. I was able to cut him even though he was trying to not be cut. So that's to show that, like, no, he's not actually immortal.
1: Well, he thinks that. I guess that's that's part of it, is he thinks that, but he's not actually. But I think that's what, even though he's so dark and he's the most edgy, like, I was trained for this and I'm unkillable and I'm an assassin, but I want to get out of the game. But there's this thing that he's, like, in a forced marriage with... Who was it? Was it, like... The a, clan leader's daughter. Yeah, clan leader's daughter... And at first he's like, I didn't like her, because he's this like dark, brooding guy, and she was just this very like, kind of simplistic but smiley, not like vapid, but like, very small, simple life lady.
0: Optimistic.
1: Optimistic, I like that. Um, who hadn't really had to live any of that darkness that he had, and initially he's like, Except for I
0: don't her like her. Dad burned her face. Yeah, so her dad sucks, Jeez. admittedly
1: um she had to deal with some trauma but she's like i guess that's the thing is she's really optimistic despite the traumas she's faced as opposed to him yeah and at first he's like i don't care about my wife i don't we don't actually like each other and then the like the woman executioner is like i think you actually do really still care about your wife and that's why you don't want to die and then you get to see all those things and like as someone who's usually very arms crossed in in relationships and anything especially anime where it's like i don't see this at all this is one i'm like I actually, I like this. I want to see these two back together. This feels like sweet.
0: I thought they did, they executed the the literary twist of, I hate her, and then he's being interviewed by this woman, and she's like, I don't think you actually do. I that I thought that twist that they put in there was very well it worked.
1: done. It, again, yeah. like somebody's like, this usually doesn't work. This is stupid. And she's like, no, I just, this is, you know, edgy for edgy's sake. And it's like, no, I just it just clicked and I just really enjoyed it and it made me feel things and it made me interested to see what happens next. And I was rooting for these characters. I thought they had understated, but cool designs. Like I'm excited to watch more hell's paradise.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be a good time. You know, I, I was thinking it it's, it's obviously dark, but it's not giving me the same kind of anxiety that I got from Vinland saga. I think there's a there's a there's something in Vinland Saga where the characters feel so real to me. Like Thor acting as a real person, a real father wanting to protect his family and his village and everything. That gave me so much anxiety as they were going out on their journey and everything. And when I see Thorfinn going around and interacting with the english and all that like it gives me so much anxiety because i'm it, the they make it they make these people feel so much more real even though the vikings are like awful and everything but like i connect to that so much more and with hell's paradise i think it's it's more fantasy
1: yeah then the saga is definitely more like and not that it's 100% grounded. There's definitely fantastical elements. Yeah. But it's a lot more grounded, like, in reality of, like, stuff like this happened. Like, there's a certain amount of, like, mud and blood boots on the ground that you feel in Vinland Saga of these people and their plights. Like, it just feels like you're watching it play out. And it's not It's not this grand shounen adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, or even just, like, a dark one. It just feels like, I don't know. I I That phrase of mud and blood came into my brain that just feels very apt of, like, we have to figure out lodging. We have to figure out food. we got to march all over the place. We're dealing with war constantly and, like, just the realities of that and yeah. all of it. And you can kind of get ground down in the darkness and the hopelessness of that. And I feel like that's the thing of Vinland Saga. And, I mean, Hell's Paradise has time to shift into that, but I don't think that it is. I think because it is a little bit more fantastical that even if it deals with dark stuff can still... Like, it having a heart was very... I liked that a lot, because yeah. somebody who just, by and large, really hates edgelord, edgy-for-edgy-sake stuff. It's like, you can do dark things, you can handle it, just like, like we all have to do it. We all have our own little traumas and things we've <laughs> dealt with, in the world, both big and small. Like, Have an iota of compassion about it. You don't have right. to just revel and go, look how dark and messed up, isn't that cool, <laughs> isn't that interesting, isn't that so compelling that everything's suffering? And it's like, No. <laughs>
0: I, that's why I picked up isekai because it was like life sucks I just want to have a power fantasy from it. I don't want
1: you know and I I like I like shows that could deal with dark stuff but have that little bit of care it's yeah. why I, in a very not like anything we're talking about at all if you've seen it it's why I love the Barbie movie because it deals with dark <laughs> stuff and it like gives you a little talk and a hug about it instead of just being like world's messed up sucks to suck <laughs> goodbye. bye luck. So yeah. Hell's Paradise. I feel like I have less to say about it, even though I really enjoyed it, even though they were all the same episode lengths. Yeah. I just, just good. Well, there I was, there was a lot of time spent trying to kill him.
0: Yeah. There was a lot less going and on it was fun. in the first episode is very much yeah. a setup for what's to come. Not that like buddy daddies wasn't, but
1: buddy daddies got into what it did. Cause you get a big chase yeah. action.
0: Whereas like with Hell's Paradise, they didn't even like, they told you the adventure they were going to go on. Yeah. They didn't start it at all. They were, In fact, they were like, we got to go someplace else the first. We have the prologue
1: to the prologue. Yeah. To set up our what I'm assuming is our main character, main characters. Don't know. Maybe we'll report back later when we're done with all these.
0: Oh, and something important to point out. You should probably check out the OP for Hell's Paradise because in classic map of fashion, they went all out.
1: I need to watch it again.
0: I don't remember what it looks or sounds like. I didn't. The, the music was, you know, whatever, but it looked amazing. I mean, like you
1: said, it's MAPPA, I'm sure.
0: So speaking of sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. The last one that we checked out. <laughs> ZOM 100, Bucket List of the Dead. Let me tell you what. we We started watching this, and out of all of the ones that we watched, about 10 minutes into it, I was like, I don't think I want to watch this anymore. Got too real. And I'm glad that we didn't stop, but it was so depressing. Because, like, the first 20 minutes of this... Let's set it
1: up. Let's describe what we're getting depressed by. So, ZOM 100 bucket list is, hey, zombie apocalypse. And also the um, metaphor that it's like, oh, an office worker is drudgery. You know, we're seeing... Uh, our main character, Plucky, fresh out of college, gets this... What is he at, a marketing company or something? Like, he's doing graphic design or something to that extent? I think he's he writing,
0: like, commercials. It?
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's, like, it's commercials and yeah. stuff. And he's working on that. And he's Plucky, and he joins it, and then it's like, oh, it's constant overtime. It's you have to go out drinking with everybody. It's sometimes you just don't get to go home for a couple days, and just the... Yeah, Brad, you picked this up. You were you were talking about like, it, it's very real and yeah.
0: oof. So <laughs> I don't even know how to frame this properly because like the, from what I knew about it, and even at the end of the episode, the the what I understand about this is it's a show about what if you were in a zombie apocalypse and you wanted to be there? and you could now do everything that you ever wanted to do yes. because you couldn't before. But, but the thing also... is, the setup for that was almost... It's its in the top three of the most depressing things I have ever watched. And that is not an exaggeration. I've never watched Schindler's List, so... Um, <laughs> the...
1: the Your touchstone comparison for this. I didn't watch Schindler's List. If I did, it would probably be on the list, but I didn't, so it's not... <laughs>
0: Uh, As as Kermit said, you know, the setup to this is he starts at this company and then it's three years at this company of, you know, working basically nonstop, never having a time off, multiple all nighters, sleeping at the office you know hardly ever having time at home his apartment's a mess because when he's there he only has time to eat and then sleep and yeah
1: he's just like he is a he's a zombie That's the metaphor which admittedly for us in the west is like well yeah duh we've seen this this has been done decades ago but i think japan is still a little newer to that as they're figuring out their like work culture is like big messed up
0: (laughs) there's the the whole thing with like uh, the girl at the office the one, nice The one little like,
1: ray of sunshine who's nice to him. And, and then, then you t- learn that it's like, she's being sexually abused by the manager. And it's like, ugh. This and, is getting um, too two real guys. Let's get
0: to the thing. And and the thing was- And it's like, done
1: very well. I don't want to say that it's like, it feels like it's going, like it's doing all of it, I think really well. It's I, selling its image to you very well. I
0: feel like- It's vibe, it's I tone. I didn't need it to be that long. Like- I know what it was doing. I understood what it was going for. I think they could have done it in half the time.
1: I think we needed it. I think we needed to truly, I think we needed to to use my wrestling terms. We got worked. And I think we needed that to truly feel when he finally, at the end of the episode where it, it pops off and he can do whatever. And you get this just joyous spray. All the zombie blood is coming out as like different rainbow colors. And again, death, zombie apocalypse, the world is over joyful was like the main word that i have but like also like you have all this build up and you're getting like from him as you get the slash back and back to the current like ideations of death of like if i die i don't have to go to work and that being his thought process like if i just fell in the spot where the subway was i wouldn't have to go to work which is like that's scarily accurate when you have ideations of death not because you want to die but just would mean you didn't have to you wouldn't have to go do a thing you have to do yeah yeah
0: I I have a hard time with this because I th- I think I think they could have gotten the point across in less time. No, nope. no,
1: nope. it has to be right at the end. It needs to be that release of the valve because, like, well, so cause that's the thing you're
0: feeling it. I definitely got that that like you spend you know the five eight minutes at the end that is the we are here now. You are released from your suffering into another world of suffering, but whatever. It's different. We don't Um, know what
1: that suffering is yet,
0: but the fact that like, it was difficult for me to watch and there was, it, it was, (laughs) it's so weird because the, the, the prelude of this is so different from what the actual show is, that it felt like a different show. And it was so different from what I was expecting And from what I had osmosis about what the actual series is, that had we not been watching it together, I would have turned it off halfway through. You wouldn't have made it. It, I mean, it interesting. Okay. As so I, I've basically gotten over the shit in my life. Like basically everything's good now. Don't really have those problems anymore. I still enjoy isekai, but I don't really need the escape. The the really depressing stuff doesn't hit me quite as hard as it used to back then. Um, I'm better able to consume that stuff and like move through it and not get affected by it. This was on the line. This cut too close to the bone. It was so close to just being like, "This is when the girl went into the manager's office and the sound cuts out and like that whole scene." I was like, "Ah!" Uh... Also because that got really close to like NTR territory, which is a trigger for me. Um, But that was, it was, I was so close to just being like, no, no, I'm not going to do this. All of that to say, I think it's pretty awesome. I'm jazzed through episode two. The the ending where it finally comes to fruition and he's free of that life. And he's like, I'm going to do a bucket list. Everything that I want to do. I get why they did it. I get why it took so long. I get why it was so depressing. It's it's doing what it needs to do.
1: I think to to reference something we kind of talked about earlier this episode and in a past episode many episodes ago, I think this spending a little episode on this was good in the vein that the way they did that with Boji was bad. <laughs> because this, maybe this because this is a real thing and it's giving you this like tone sense of it of like, this dude's been here for three years. It was dire out of the gate. I have no idea how he's... St- like, it It builds him as the zombie. And the fact that you are still thinking and feeling on it, that, that that thing is going to stick with you, that he's making this big change. I feel like you need to hit a just the most dire rock bottom in a way that your emotional structure changes and you <laughs> go, I'm making a change in the way I'm living, so that never happens again. And the fact that you... Admittedly, you have very specific other experiences that make it cut even more close... And that's understandable, and I understand your situation. I don't want to, like, invalidate your particular traumas. But I think because it is still sitting with you, that it has done its job. So now every moment of joy, you have that always, you have that core feeling of the contrast with what he's doing now and whatever he's getting into. Of yeah. like, No matter what his struggle is, it's better than this, like, drudgeries of... Light way to put what he had to go through in a right. very in a veer a very real life way. There's one thing I want to say on top of all of that that I really liked in a subversion of tropes is that once the apocalypse starts and like everybody's dead, he's like, <laughs> I should go find that girl. And I'm like, it's an anime. There's a cute girl with big boobers on the the cover. I didn't pay attention enough to see who it was. It was as a different girl. It was a different girl. I figured this out now. I'm like, oh, of course she's gonna be alive and. He gets there and she's already like zombified, and I'm yeah. like, "Thank you, like this is really well, refreshing." And, and the fact that because it's was like, like they have no actual relationship, and I usually yell at it, especially anime where it's like there was nothing here. You guys weren't actually friends; the... you were friendly coworkers, and you fantasized about more that never, yeah. came to fruition. The,
0: the fact that he was like, "I'm gonna let you go. You were my first love." I was just like, "Dude, okay." Which you sort of have to just hand-wave away. He's supposed to be, you know, 20-something. He's he's fresh out of college,
1: and he's been in this, like, office hellscape for three years where he hasn't actually been able to go out and, like, live and grow. That's the
0: only woman he's seen in three years. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, I don't... The fact that he can, you know, I feel like it'd be weird if he said nothing. Yeah. And just felt nothing. But I feel like that's a good, ritualistic way to go, Hey, this was a thing for me. It's time to move on to whatever this new universe is. So, like, I'm... Of the four things we watched, that's the one where it's like, I'm not 100% on board yet, but I'm so jazzed about watching that next episode to see what it is now that it is what it's supposed to be.
0: Uh, Maybe we should tell Ben to skip that episode.
1: No, tell him to watch it.
0: Well, considering what he's going through right now
1: oh you're right don't tell him to watch it just we'll just go hey ben what's your work situation right now that was episode one yeah right. now there's zombies and it's a rainbow okay go
0: um i did like how they did that thing where they set up very early on that he played rugby in college and then like when the apocalypse happens and he's like able to run around but also and stuff. like, like that makes I sense think
1: he, they're just giving him a extra boost that he's doing this crazy parkour stuff it's like this man has not been taking care of his body for three years i don't care right. how much rugby you play but it was one of those it's like i don't like i'm happy i had the rugby set up i'm glad it was there i don't need that i just it was just the again the expression of joy of his movement well, through the city and just smashing through zombies and getting here and there was just like it was just yes, a short yes, yes
0: it was a short little aside near the beginning yeah
1: no i love that, that setup explains, for his reasoning yeah yeah but i think he has a he has a like, oh my gosh, I was in uh, the gravity chamber hell for so long that even though it makes no sense that my body can do anything now, just there's so much, I'm free right. of it. My sh- This weight has been taken off my shoulders that I can just parkour like they, a crazy person. And I, they, I love it. I love they it. They could have
0: just hand waved it away. Yep. And but I love probably it, yeah. no one would have questioned it. But it's it.
1: specifically rugby of all things. Yeah. I think rugby starting to show up more in japan for whatever reason uh,
0: as far as i'm aware it had a time back in like the 90s or whatever where it was really popular and then it sort of dropped off and apparently now it's become making it a become resurgence big, so. it's uh yeah so i'm looking forward to the next episodes of that i think it'll be a more fun time yes um, i'm excited
1: to see what the show will actually be but so far i think it's shown a level of directorial hand and concept yeah. and direction that I'm it, I've got high hopes for it. I would
0: be interested to know like how many people just stopped watching it halfway through.
1: <laughs> I mean there's a there's a conversation in general for probably another episode about like your going into a first episode and your sensation like this is where I go. It's like that was depressing, but I could like I knew we were going somewhere and I could feel it and there's some shows where it's just like no, I don't, you're not, or first chapters even, where it's just like, I know sometimes the first chapter can be rough because they have to set up a feeling or something, mm. but it's just like, where we're going is not worth it, or I can feel in my bones this isn't going a place that I'm interested in, or want to, or is good, and my ability to go, like, I'll keep at it, there's <laughs> something here, even if I haven't found it yet, And somewhere, I'm like, no. Yeah. And the different vibes you get and other things going on, so... But yeah. Um Zom Zom One Hundred bucket list. Is yes. That's called. Bucket list of the dead. Bucket list of the dead. I'm excited for it. I'm so curious how it's gonna deal with its female lead in a in a very foreshadowing thing to next month's episode. Oh <laughs> wink. Um maybe we'll talk about it depending on how it plays out. I don't know. But uh after after how it dealt with The female friend that he had at the office, it seems like it's more mature and I'm excited to see what they do with a
0: fun, possible female
1: love interest. Maybe (laughs) not. I don't know. I'm only going from cute girl and truck from poster.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I think they're all worth checking out, even if we're not going to keep watching Buddy Daddy. I think uh, Daddy
1: can take a buddy nap.
0: I think they're all go watch um,
1: kill Blue or Sakamoto days.
0: They are all deserving of the hype that they're getting.
1: Yes, I think they are worthwhile.
0: You know, there was one more thing that we watched.
1: There was one more thing.
0: We watched the first episode of Anime Crimes Division.
1: We did. I forgot. It was only 7 minutes. Oh my gosh, Anime Crimes Division, a thing that I thought was going to be cringe as heck. And and but and also old and cringe, and it was A a breath of fresh air. It was incredible. It was very... um, I guess what? Brad, describe what Anime Crimes Division is.
0: So the first thing you need to know about Anime Crimes Division is that it is a short series. A a series of shorts. It is a live action Um, specifically made
1: for Crunchyroll,
0: I believe. Well, so it was made in partnership with Crunchyroll. okay. They actually... uh, It aired on YouTube... And Crunchyroll. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, because the production company that made it. Yeah, Western made as well. Is Rocket Jump, which is Freddie Wong of YouTube fame. Yeah. And the main character is someone we've talked about plenty of times. Yeah, he
1: pops up a lot. Where Sun he... One Cho. Yes.
0: Pro ZD. Pro ZD. And so he plays the main character. I don't think... I, I've very rarely seen him live action besides his own YouTube channel where yeah. he does little like- The
1: little shorts, but not like right. a, I say serious role. This is a comedy.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a comedy, but he's an excellent actor. He did a
1: really good, like, again, I, mean, if you I wasn't expecting to... the most from it. Like, I've heard him voice act, but then like actual acting, but yeah. like he's- he's Physical does, Everybody acting. does a really good job of like playing to what the bit is and it's never too much, but it's never not enough. Like. Right there are so many jokes and they are clever and some of them are more clever than others in a way that not in a way that like some of them are duds, but like you get, it reminded me of movies akin to like airplane or naked gun, like Mm -hmm. things we don't get anymore where it's like joke, 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 joke. but it never is like too winking at the camera. Like it's not like it, it's, it moves along quickly. The story it tells was actually like, funny and clever and interesting like the little like it had heart the little setup between him and his um his new uh i guess partner who when he asks her what anime she's seen she's like i watched digimon growing up and they're at odds because it's like what a freaking normie thing to say that you grew up with that and then later on she like talks about that she was reading it and she's like he's like, I maybe have a little like it's all it's all the like detective crime show tropes, it's the anime tropes, but they just they're just put together in just the perfect way. I love that he doesn't smoke a cigarette, he eats pocky, which is such a perfect visual analogue <laughs> for holding a cigarette. Uh, I love that his boss is actually a grizzled old man and not somebody pretending to be one, and that in anime space it just tickles me. Like Just like so many funny, clever I just I loved it. Like I was literally just like I have to stop because these need to be saved. These need to be savored. <laughs> like if we don't, I will just watch these all tonight. And this was just out of the gate, just so unexpectedly lovely.
0: Uh, so I think the f- there's two seasons. Yeah, the first season I think is all all the episodes are like 15 minutes or less. Yeah, I think the second season the episodes are longer.
1: I'm up for that because um, it moves so quickly and I could admittedly spend a little more time as we're starting to build out these characters and situations. Um, the freaking joke that there's a, the main crime is that there is a graffiti on uh, a statue. Oh, what was it called? It was very, Tetsuo fitting. Kaneda, Tetsuo Kaneda Park. Tetsuo Kaneda Park. <laughs> um, be, be ready for our, uh, our Akira special coming up at some point. Um, But just, like, what a fun, like, a funny throwback thing to have as a park. And it's this, and it's, like, the episode is called Subs V Dubs, and I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be a rehash of this. We've had a conversation, like, people can't stop having them, (laughs) neither can we, admittedly. Like, this is going to be a lame... Whatever, dot, like tired and done. Take and then it wasn't. It gave up to both things. It, it entered a third thing that I don't want to spoil. That I was like, I've never thought about that, but that's actually a really good third, <laughs> third, uh, third posse in this little, this little unexpected triumvirate. That's usually just a back and forth, and just like really the fact that the dub crew that their the their voices don't match their lip flaps and that the sub crew you have to you can only hear through the subs even though they're speaking like so good and that the that the detectives can actively see the subtitles they don't (laughs) understand japanese they have to see the subtitles of the subtitle gang speaking like what a what a fun little joke like what a clever little funny thing and there's just a bunch of those all the time. da, 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 da. You know, little, little references, little clever bits in here, bips and bops. Like, just, I want to watch another one. So yeah. good.
0: It's really good. I watched it back when it came out, which was, oh my God, it feels like forever ago. But I think it was only like 2018 or something. Wow. But, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it so much when I uh, watched it back then. And so, yeah, as we were scrolling through Crunchyroll and it popped up, I was like, Ooh, how about we check this out? Yeah, it's only like seven minutes. They catch our eyes.
1: And I'm like, <laughs> this might be cringe, but you you're talking it up. I'll check it out. And then just was like, what a delightful way to start the night off. Loved it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, once again, you know, check all those out. Um, and as we said before, jump on our discord. Let us know if you've watched them um, and or what you think watch them with though. us. We're
1: watching it about an episode a week. That's how we club works, except the recording weeks. But yeah. yeah.
0: Well, thanks for listening to That Time I Got Reincarnated in, in the, the same world as an anime podcaster. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoy recording. Find all our social media links, such as our Discord, Twitter, Threads, Patreon, Facebook, and more. I'm not going to call it X. Visit oh, yes. our website.
1: I'm, I'm I already tired of that. That joke was tired <laughs> before it was ever made, because it's like, no, of course no one's calling it X. Oh. <laughs>
0: Uh, You can find those social links on our website, animepodcasterreincarnation.com. You can also find uh, articles on various topics and new manga reviews up there.
1: I need to get back in there and write some, especially for martial arts asumi or whatever the name is of that one. And I'm sure we're getting, we're, we're, we're forecasted a series of axes. So that means some new (laughs) flowers are about to be planted. So maybe one of those will catch my eye to write something about.
0: And if you miss Ben, go on our website and read all his new manga reviews, and uh, leave a comment and let him know that you like it and that he needs to finish his work he and get needs back. Needs to in. finish
1: his work. <laughs> Yell at his work. And if you really want some more Ben, uh, go listen to his podcast, Words About Books. Brad, you usually know what he's up to on that.
0: I was going to get to that.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I'll tell you about it now. Uh, they're actually doing, uh, they just released God Emperor of Dune uh, just this to, this past weekend. Back to classics for uh, them. Back to Dune. I don't know if that's going to be a two-parter, but uh, if you like to listen to Ben talk about stuff, Dune is definitely the thing I to think do. he likes to talk yeah. about.
1: I don't usually have anything to plug, so I just wanted to plug Ben's stuff.
0: <laughs> that's all right. Um, we definitely want to pl- plug uh, Ben's work um it's he does really good work and we want to you know make sure that people know about it and that people go and tell him how good of a job he does yes so not only should you join our discord and uh tell him that but you should also join the words about books discord and go listen to words about books and all of that fun stuff we would love to hear from you on all of the social platforms Uh, But you can also leave uh, a comment on the site or you can send an email to isekaisenseisama at gmail.com. We're always looking for feedback. Uh, Tell us how you want to communicate with us. Let us know.
1: Communicate with us. Tell us how to communicate.
0: I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, If you prefer to listen to these episodes in high quality stereo, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. Uh, we simul release all of the episodes up there in high quality stereo. How's so. that going to
1: work for this one? I'm not. I'm not a specific channel this time. We're just back and forth.
0: Yeah, it's, it'll work like Heron addiction, right and left instead oh, of. Oh, there you go. Right, left, and center. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, also, fun little thing. We're now releasing the high quality version early on Patreon.
1: Ooh, what a boon!
0: Yeah, so uh, you can go check out our Patreon and. Uh, if you want to support us, then you can get the episodes early. Also, uh, every tier gets to vote in the heroin addiction poll now. We're going to do polls for the next episode. That, that we're is to, smart. The next series that we're I going like to do. Go. I like that. Yeah. So we hope you check that out. Um, and But more so than supporting us on Patreon, we want to hear from you. So definitely to to you. join the Discord and, and let us know what you think. And before we go, I just want to remind you, you can check out Segoy Mart, where you can get 15% off your first order by using the link in the description or using the code APR15 and check it. So thanks again for listening. And you know, when it's finally your turn to have an adventure in another world, I hope you don't get overworked. Sagoi.
1: Sugoi. We're not even at the... <clears throat> not even at the ad spot yet.
0: All right. So... How do you want to do this?
1: You said you knew how to put the boat in when I asked you earlier. No, I
0: said I had notes. Oh. I said I had it written down.
1: Okay. <laughs> I thought that meant you knew how to put the boat in. Um...
0: I mean, I'll unhook it from the trailer and drive away real fast. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Um... <laughs>
1: All right. Both of us see a cloud or whatever we... Oh, shoot. What's the line?
0: I don't know what you're saying.
1: It was variations on a cloud. I played it for you. It's got a ruler of everything in it. Right.
0: I forget how it goes.
1: Uh, Both of us see a cloud or whatever we may believe. I think that's what it is. It just came on my shuffle recently, so I was thinking about it.
0: In the gallows or the the ghetto. ghetto... In town or the meadow, in the billows, even over the sun, every time at the end is another begun.
1: You understand? Mechanical hands are the ruler of everything. Ah, uh, ruler of everything. Ah, uh, the ruler of everything. In the end.
0: Do, do you like how I, I dance? dance? I, I got, got zirconium, zirconium pants. pants. Consequential enough to put you into a trance.
1: Do you like how I walk? Do you like how I talk? Do you like how my face to sit truck? to
0: You practice your mannerisms into the wall.
1: Oh man, you even know those? Like, If the
0: mirror was clear, I'd be standing so tall.
1: This is a song where I have the flow of it and some keywords but not all of them. As much as I love it, but yeah, you got that I've been
0: you. I know you. You
1: know, you're making me cry. It's just the way that
0: I am. I can't do the rap part. Yeah, that part's tough. It's too fast.
1: Four shows, two of us, four times two, eight.
0: I'm not good at math. (laughs) Eight different views. There's only two of us.